and welcome to Meet the Maliks. I'm Matt. And I'm Ellie. And we're so happy to have you with us here today. Welcome to a special Father's Day edition of Meet the Maliks. Father's Day is just a few days away. And Yay. Uh, what are you excited about for Father's Day? I'm excited to make you some breakfast. Woohoo! But it's going to have to ha- happen on a Saturday, I'm assuming, because I have to be at church on Sunday morning. I can get up and make okay. you breakfast. Cool. I'm excited for Father's Day because this is the first full Father's Day in like three or four years where I'm actually going to be home on Father's yeah. Day. Previously, you were taking youth to youth, youth camp, camp yep. and so you would be gone. So this year, we're not going that Sunday. We're going on a different Sunday. Yeah. And so I get to be home for Father's Day. That's awesome. So I'm really excited just to be here for Father's Day this year. So, honey, what's going on with you? Well, you listeners. Dun, dun, dun. I have poison ivy. Sad. I feel really bad for you. I know I have an upbeat voice right now, but I feel really, well, really bad for I you. Well, I feel kind of dumb for, you know, getting it because I know better. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't exactly know how it got on my neck. But it's all over my neck and part of my face. Well, we have a part of our property that's got, it's pretty heavy and sometimes it just kind of hides. I guess. Because there's a lot of weeds back there. Well, I was trying to clean under the treehouse because I didn't want the brush to like overcrowd their ladder so that they can climb up it easily. Is that where the poison ivy was? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe we need to get under there so the boys don't get poison ivy. Well, I sprayed it with Roundup. Okay. But, I mean, I don't know if Roundup kills it really good or not. We yeah. might have to spray it multiple times or something. Yeah, and I feel really bad for you because your neck is all red. Your It's your, on fire. Yeah, it's and it's been and a few days that it's been really hitting you hard. Well, it took a couple days to show I've up. I've read that it takes weeks for it to heal. So that's kind of discouraging. <laughs> weeks? Yeah. Like it's going to be itching and burning for weeks? I don't or know. Or the sca- scabs are going to go away after a few weeks? I'm not sure. But I think within a week, it will start to feel a little bit better. Well, I'm praying for an accelerated healing in your body. Thank you. It's really distracting. I, It's difficult. Yeah. Some of our friends recommended some spray that's been helping. But, um, but it really stinks. Yeah, it smells bad. It smells like bug spray. It's really weird. Yeah. It's called uh, with that, New Tech or something. Tech New. Tech New. Yeah. Whatever. New tech, tech new, same difference. Whatever. It's strange, but it does work. So I wish there was some magicness that could just really get it to calm down. But yeah, it's been quiet around here this week. What's been going on? Um, Brayden is uh, a kid's camp. A kid's camp, huh? Yeah, my baby, my eight-year-old baby. For the first time, like for now, camp's not a full week. It's three nights. It's three nights. Yeah. So, but that's the first three nights that he's been away from us. And it's been like a really hot week. Yeah. Like 90s and just stifling. Well, I was talking to, to one of our youth leaders, Eva, tonight. Shout out to Eva Dean. Woohoo! Um, she was telling me that before Emmett went to camp, and Emmett's one of his counselors, or one of our students named Emmett, uh, he, she said that he had a whole notebook full of all the things he told him. Aww. He was taking notes. <laughs> and he was going to make sure that Brayden was taken care of this Aww. week. He's so. the best. I'm a big Emmett fan. Yeah, so I get I get to go to camp with him and a few of my other teenagers here in a couple of weeks. And so we're just excited about this is just one of those seasons that we have a lot of camps, a lot of heat. Our pool still's not up. 
<laughs> oh man, the pool. The pool. I just don't think we're gonna get it level. I think we're gonna have to move it up. But then I'm, I just realized there's trees where we were thinking about putting it. So, but there's no fruit trees, so maybe that'll be okay. I don't know. Anyway, so any, so uh, we hope your summer's going well. Our summer is going well, in spite it of is. Ellie's. It's sun, going uh, in s- great. Of her yeah, if I ivy. can just get through this poison ivy situation. Yeah, it's intense. It is. If it was on my arm or my leg, I think I wouldn't be quite as. But it's on your neck going into your face. Yeah, and it's my neck is just really sensitive. And yeah. I don't know. You already get blotchy when you get too much sun. Yeah, I have really sensitive skin there. So, so. I don't know. Well, let's switch topics, switch directions. What are we talking speed. about today, babe? Tonight I want to talk to the men. Hopefully we have some men listening. And women, if you... If your man is not listening, maybe this will be a good episode for him to listen. Um, I am going to talk to the men tonight since Father's Day is just a few days away. And I want to share a few things and and talk to you guys about some things that God has really been laying on my heart recently uh, concerning the men of our church. What's that? And that is that as men, we need to learn to fight. What? Spiritually. Oh. one thing that's been on my heart a lot lately and just kind of been, hasn't been frustrating me, but I've just been, God's been sort of working on me and, and I've been sort of challenging, I challenged the men a few weeks ago at church along the line, this line and, and how we have a lot of amazing women who are leading the intercessory prayer times and the, and the spiritual times at church, but the men just seem to be so absent. And uh, recently, God's been challenging me that that our men need to start stepping it up and start taking the lead in the church because we're called to be the head of the household. You know, um, in Ephesians chapter 5, you know, uh, we're referred to as the, you know, we're the head of our family, like Christ is the head of the church. And as the head of the family, we need to make sure that we get, that we lead by example. You know, when it's time for worship, we need to be up front, even if we're, even if we feel like it's girly or, or, uh, why would it be girly? Wimpy, because you're showing your emotions. Mm. You know, guys don't want to be emotional, but here's the thing. Um, we, we, sometimes guys don't want to, so badly don't want to be emotional that they, that they end up being cold. And, oh, yeah. And, uh, What's the fear, though, of showing your emotions? Being looking like you're a wimp or, or. I mean, as a coming from like a therapy background, showing your emotions and processing your feelings, I think is one of the main ways to work through them. Yeah. No, I agree. And I, and I feel like as men, we need to start um, taking lead in our church services at church, obviously at church, but then at home when we're at home, instead of just, and the temptation for a lot of guys are, and I, and I totally get it. You've had a long day's day at work. You've probably had your boss yelling at you. You've had, um, you know, just stuff happening at work tired, and, and you're tired and you come home and you just like, I just want 30 minutes just to veg on the couch and watch TV. That 30 minutes turns into an hour. That hour turns into four hours. Next thing you know, it's time for bed. And, um, and you haven't had time to to show your family how to pray or or lead by example. And and the thing is, we have a lot of us men. We have kids, especially in my life. I have two sons, and God's been really challenging me to 
be an example to them and and how to be a godly man, even though they're only six and eight, but how to be a godly man now and how to pray, how to read the word, how to lead my family. And so God's been really, really challenging me because I really have been far from perfect in this, in this area. I know I've been very guilty of watching TV for too much. You know, thing is, especially with Netflix and Hulu and stuff nowadays, it streams and it just keeps streaming and, and it, it's got 15 seconds between shows. And you, you you argue with yourself during that 15 seconds. Well, I'm just going to watch the first couple minutes because there's minute. a cliffhanger. Just, one, just want to check the I next first see, few minutes. Especially with some of the shows now, they're actually, I, I, I feel like they are being made to be shown on Netflix because they end on a cliffhanger and then the cliffhanger is answered 10 minutes and then the next show. Or they Wasn't that how it. most shows are? Yeah, but... It's even more so now. It's like because mm. I think they're they're realizing a lot of this stuff's going to be streaming, and they want people to watch back to back to back to back to back episodes. And so you're like, well, I'll just watch the first couple of minutes, see where it left off, and then that turns into, oh, well, I just have I can't start the show and not finish it. And next thing you know, you've blown a few hours watching streaming some shows, and that's how I am in my life. A lot of times, I've I've caught it, and God's been really challenging me to, as a man. You know, at church, start. You know, it starts at home. Let the boys see me read the Bible or pray, even if I'm not praying out loud. But they see me spending time with God. And then at church, God's been really challenging me to, unless I'm, unless if I'm absolutely needed in the sound booth in the back of the church, to be up front worshiping. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be not just an example to my kids, but also to the students in my youth group. Yeah. And on Wednesday nights, you know, as a youth pastor, it's tempting sometimes to be in the back and make sure nobody's acting up and nobody's being bad during worship. But God's been really challenging me to enter in and be up front in front of my students worshiping and just leading by example. Mm-hmm. And and I believe that that as men, the first thing we need to do is we need to be willing to let our emotions show. God wants us to cry out to him. He wants us to love on him. He wants us to, mm-hmm. to um, be that. And, and there's nothing more manly in my mind than a man who is sold out to God in worship and in prayer and in the word. Um, because, you know, a lot of men, as men, for the most part, we, we do fight, you know, but we pick our fights in different ways. Like we... I know a lot of guys like watching football or UFC or and and there's nothing wrong with those things in my mind. My wife might beg otherwise when it comes to football. I know football season's coming up and she's not too excited about it, but I like watching football because there's 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 a fight, there's a battle to win the game and there's tension there. But you know, so we we like fighting, but we but we need to learn to fight in a different way. Fight for our families fight for our churches, fight for our communities in the, in the spiritual realm. Because men, men, listen, there is a battle going on around us and we need to step up and lead the way. Now, women that are already doing this, I want to applaud you. I thank God for you. Some of the biggest intercessors I've known in my life have been some amazing women. My mother-in-law, she is a, she's a, she's a warrior prayer, praying warrior woman. And I, and I appreciate her and I love her, but you know, I, I want to. I, I just feel like in this time, in this hour, the bo- the church, of, body of Christ, the church needs to see more men stepping up. Yeah. What do you? So, what do you think about that? Honey? I do. I agree. 
but it's hard for, you know, men aren't going to listen to me, I don't think. No, but I'm sure they would because you're smart. Well, thank you, babe. Yeah. So I wanted to read this scripture. Um, this is one of my uh, favorite scriptures I go to in the New Testament when it just when I need a reminder of how I need to lead my family. Um, because I think some men, we may not even know where to start. We may not right. even know how do we start leading in this way. Um, that's great, Pastor Matt. That's great, Matt, to hear that we need to lead our family. But how do we do that? Um, I think the first thing we need to do is we need to make sure that we get in proper alignment um, and spiritually, spiritual alignment in our family. Uh, if, in Ephesians chapter 5, um, in verse 21, it starts out saying, Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands as you do to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the, wi- head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church, his body of which he is a Savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so, so also wives should submit to their husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, to make her holy, cleansing her by washing with water through the word, and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle, wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. After all, no one ever hated their own body, but they feed and care for their body just as Christ does the church. And so when I think about that scripture, a lot of a lot of men, sometimes they'll read that portion of scripture and stop at women submit to your husbands. Right. Um, that's only half of the thing. But here's the deal. The biggest, the most weighty part of that scripture is what happens after Paul, who wrote that, told the wives to submit to, the, to submit their husbands. Is what did Jesus do for his body? He died for them. Sorry, I should have let you answer. He died for them. <laughs> <laughs> he died for them, and so as men, we need to learn to to pray over not just pray for wives, but pray over them, and 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 read the scriptures to our family, and 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 lead by example. And, and loving our wives more than we love ourselves. Because I love that part of the scripture says, um, he who loves his wife loves himself. So if, a, if I see a man treating his wife like, like trash, then I think he must not love himself at all. Hmm. Because you're not going to treat somebody who, who is, quote unquote, and don't, don't hate me for saying this, but is the weaker sex, if you abuse that relationship and, and be a, a horrible person to that, then you must not really care much about yourself and what people think about you. And so, husbands, we really need to start stepping it up. We really need to, we need to be like David. I think of David as this man who killed a giant, who killed lions, who killed bears, who who led the army of Israel and won some amazing battles. But at the same time, when the Ark of the Covenant was coming into, into Jerusalem, what did he do? He danced. He danced. And so as husbands, we need to, we need to 
just show our love for God, show our love for our wives, speak kind words over them, speak kind words to our kids, love on them. Don't be fake, but be real and be genuine and and let your, your emotions be seen because, listen, our women need to see our emotions. They need to see our feelings. They need to see that we actually do care about the fact that we forgot to clean off the table and we feel horrible about it or we didn't clean up the kitchen quite right or didn't speak their love language the way that they needed to be spoken to. We need to speak to them and show that we do care about them and listen to them and then pray over them and pray over our family. Take, take, take control of, of like there's time, there's been a time in our past where we felt like our family was under attack and at each of our houses. And I went through the house, went around the house with oil and just prayed over a house and broke and just, and just submitted our house to the authority of Jesus. And, and made sure that we were in proper alignment as as a couple, and that starts with me as head of the as the head of the house. So, anyway, that's my challenge to you, men. That's a good challenge, babe. Um, we uh, there's a book that I'm reading right now that I'd recommend to all men out there. It's called "Fight: Winning the Battles That Matter That Matter Most" by Craig Rochelle. His name is C R A I G. No wait. Oh yeah. I thought you spelled his last name. Groeschel is G-R-O-E-S-C-H-E-L. And I'll put a link in the show notes. Oh, awesome. Anyway, it's an easy read, guys. I know a lot of times we don't have time. Listen, take this book, read a little chapter. It's not very big. No, it's not. And the chapters are like four pages long. Nice. So, I mean, if you have like a five-minute bathroom break every once in a while, you can read a chapter. I mean, you can read three chapters at lunch and it's it's entertaining it's really he's, he's a good storyteller he he goes through the life of samson and he compares it to our lives as men and the struggles we deal with as men specifically so wow um encourage you to buy that book and men listen one last thing step it up at ch- let's step it up together at church i'm not calling any man out specifically i'm calling all men out Let's let's lead by example at our in our home and at our church. So that's sounds all I got. good. That's all I got today. That's awesome, babe. Let's have an altar call. <laughs> just kidding. All right. Let me pray. All right, Lord. I just pray for all the men out there, the fathers, Lord, the sons, the brothers. Lord, I just pray that you would be heavy on their hearts, God, to um, take that leadership role, to step it up. Uh, in so many ways, uh, at church, at home, to be leading in prayer and Bible study and worship. Lord, um, we know that you have a calling on these men's lives and be great dads and sons, uncles, and uh, brothers. Lord, we just thank you so much for the men in our lives. We're so grateful uh, for them. And we just hope... uh, God, that you that they will submit to you, God, in Jesus' name. And uh, men, we hope you have a wonderful Father's Day. Thank you. All right. Have a happy Father's Day. And if you have any questions, contact us at eaglesviewchurch.com backslash contacts. Contact us. All right. And subscribe to our podcast in iTunes and leave us a... Comment and rate us. Yes. All right. Thank you. Thank you. See you guys next week. All right. Bye. Bye.